0: Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey. Into the night sky, to the sunset shine. Into the day, baby. Let's go travel land. Let's go travel Let's go travel Let's go travel
1: land.
2: This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. I know that wintertime is not everyone's favorite time of the year to get out there, but today we're going to try to show you some special events that will indeed get you outside. We'll also get you dreaming about the upcoming warm weather season. We'll talk about boats, ultimate sports, a retreat, and a festival next as we travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go to Let's go traveling. Let's go
1: traveling. Let's go traveling.
2: Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. It's good to be back with you again this week as we talk about things that you and I both want to do, and we want to do it quickly. You know, you think about what we've been through this last couple of years with COVID and all. And then I know a lot of you just, you know, you're, you're not winter people. You don't want to be outside in the wintertime. As frustrating as that is to me, because you know, I want you to get out there. A lot of people are just dreaming about the warm weather. I can't blame them. I can't blame you for thinking that because, hey, I, I love that time of the year too. In fact, lots of people do. And that's why you're starting to see more and more of these These cool shows pop out at uh, at uh, exhibition centers and such, and we have a couple of really cool ones coming up to Grand Rapids that we get to talk to you about today. We're going to start out by bringing in Henry Boucher. He is vice president and show producer of Showspan in Grand Rapids. Uh, We're going to talk about the boat show, Henry. It's good to talk to you.
1: Well, it's always good to. Share ideas and uh, adventures with you, Dave.
2: Yeah. Well, you know we need to explain what Showspan is first because a lot of people might be confused. Tell us about Showspan. Well, we're an independent show production company,
1: started back in 1946, and um, I joined in the late '80s uh, when there were three shows, and I and another vice president, uh, Mike Wilbraham, have built uh, our repertoire up to 14 different shows and. Milwaukee, Grand Rapids, Lansing, and uh, Detroit at the Novi um, suburban
2: collection. It's and it's pretty incredible, actually. You've actually uh, not only you know built all these shows, you've built your reputation for doing really good shows.
1: Well, I appreciate uh, you saying that because we are proud of how we operate. I have an excellent team, um, you know, and I I wear the hat of uh, producer of of the shows, and then we have others that are the manager. We These people really are the ones who put together the individual shows. And in this case here, um, in Grand Rapids for the boat show and uh, and the Milwaukee boat show, which we just had a couple weeks ago, I also wear the hat as uh, as the manager. Um, It's all about relationships. And um, mine go back 32 years, and I work really well with the uh, boat dealers in the state. Uh, Most of them have been with us, most of those years wow it, you know it, there's a consistency that that really is wonderful, yeah you know and many changes have, have come along uh, but we stay on top of it with with each other and uh, and that's really what the shows are all about people want to come in and see what's new yeah and what's exciting out there and you know all all summer long you see these other boats go by you in the water hmm. or off the beach, and you wonder, Gow, that's a cool-looking boat." I'd really like to check it out. Well, this is where you get to check them all out—is uh, at the boat shows, and it's the best way uh, to shop for that new boat because we, we, what we essentially are doing—we're bringing dealers in uh, from all over the state who are the most local dealer of these brands, and in the comfort and warmth of the convention center, you, you can walk and shop aisle to aisle, and if if, if a salesman or a specialist, you, because a lot of the manufacturers send in specialists, point something out to you about their particular mm-hmm. boat, which could be any number of things, and you'll think, oh, I didn't even look at that at the other boat. Well, you're not driving off you know, across the state <laughs> to look at it again, you're just walking across the aisle, and you can check it out. Um, and then there's all kinds of other things and attractions that the boat shows bring, so yeah, there's a There's a deep tradition for boat shows, and the Grand Rapids one really uh, stands out. I'd say on a national level, people do talk about the Grand Rapids show.
2: Yeah, it's coming up in just a few days in Grand Rapids, the 16th through the 20th. So that starts Wednesday, right? And uh, this is at DeVos Place?
1: Yeah, it's at DeVos Place downtown. Um, There's great parking right below um, the building, but there's also a, a shuttle that we run from a remote lot that's only two bucks and the shuttle uh covers the loop every every eight minutes and so it's uh it's a convenient way to do it because sometimes you get downtown to the center and and the parking lots will will fill up yeah but uh Grand Rapids you know has has really emerged as a as a place that's very accommodating and with uh entertainment uh downtown and so it, we've really kind of rode along this crest since I started in the 80s, watching and participating in the growth of this Grand Rapids downtown.
2: Yeah, it's a a great downtown, truly is. Henry, we only have about a minute. So um, tell us what we can expect boat-wise at the GR Boat Show this year.
1: Well, this year, you know, we're probably gonna have more larger boats, Lake Michigan-sized boats um, than we've ever ever had before. Boats over 30 feet you know, are coming in from uh, Regal and cruisers, Scout, Tierra. Um, and there's some uh, some new stuff. Um, Aviera is a new line that Skipper Buds is bringing in. And then a really interesting throwback. If you remember the name hacker craft, these are wooden boats hmm. from back in the 30s, you'll see them uh, in displays of antique boats. They're being manufactured in nor- upstate New York and we're getting a couple of the first ones released. And so that's going to be exciting this year. And of course, we've got the antique and classic boats that um, you got display there from the Water Wonderland chapter. And then if, even if you're not into you're, you're, you're not into the market this year, necessarily for a boat, you can always shop for a tube. We've established a tubers truckload sale hmm. uh, over the last 10 years, everybody tubes, everybody drags a a tube behind the boat, whether it's a little aluminum push fishing boat or, or a motor yacht.
2: It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show coming up 16th through 20th at the DeVos Place. More information, go to showspan.com. We're going to talk to one of Henry's colleagues next about the ultimate sports show here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure, Michigan. As we were talking in our last segment, Grand Rapids is just such a great town for for anything, really. It's one of those kind of unique cities that gives you that big city feel, but then you can literally stay at a place like the Amway Grand Plaza and uh, the hotel right on the river, and then bring your fly fishing pole and walk down to the Grand River in your waiters and, and do fishing. It's a really interesting town with this mix of great culture and arts and food and all that and city experiences right on the edge of nature. So uh, it's not uh, surprising that it's also the host to what is called The Ultimate Sport Show. It's another one of these shows produced by Showspan. It's coming up in uh, mid-March. And to tell us all about that, let's bring in Ben Nielsen. Ben is the show manager for Showspan. Ben, it's good to have you on the program. Absolutely. It's great to be here. Now, uh, tell us about uh, this show. Uh, You know, we heard a little bit about the boat show, and we're all excited about this this coming weekend. But uh, before you know, um, it's going to be warmer out there. People are going to really want to start getting outside more and do some of these things that uh, we all love, you know, hiking and fishing and and boating and and hunting and such. So this is the time to kind of be reminded that that season's coming up to get some tips and to learn about new products, right? Absolutely it is. And you know, you are correct.
3: Uh, you know, winter winter is long here in Michigan and um, the Ultimate Sports Show timing wise kind of gets into that time of year where we're starting to really think about spring um, and being able to go fishing and, and hiking and you know enjoying maybe some little bit milder weather. And this is a great opportunity to kind of come indoors and really kind of get geared up Uh, for what we have to offer, which is, you know, obviously a fantastic spring here in Michigan. Um, So, you know, March 10 to 13 are the dates of the show. Uh, Come on down. We've got everything there when it comes to fishing. And, you know, we do also do a little bit of hunting. There's some spring turkey hunting that time of year too. So we, you know, we have some features on that as well.
2: Now, I, I don't think I've ever been to this specific show. So I'm trying to envision what an ultimate sports show show would be like, walk us through, you know, when we get, this is at DeVos Place, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we get to DeVos Place, downtown Grand Rapids. We walk through those doors. What are we going to see? Well, you're going to see... Outdoor
3: things, all right. Primarily, our focus is going to be on fishing. Um, And when you first come in into the Grand Gallery entrance there, you're going to see a mix of uh, different fishing vendors. Uh, Terry McBurney will be there. He's one of the first vendors you'll see showcasing antique fishing lures and vintage outboard boats and motors. Really a cool display there. Um, you can actually bring in, if you have any old fishing lures he can appraise them for you and tell you what kind of value might be there. Um, and then from there you're going to see obviously different fishing boats. Uh, that's also a really strong part of the show uh, and a major part of uh, you know, our, our, our life here in Michigan when it comes to fishing is a fishing boat. So you know, those will all be on display and as you kind of work your way through the show you're going to see lots of different outfitters. Maybe you've wanted to go on uh, you know, a destination fishing trip. Um, maybe up to Ontario is a very popular destination. Uh, there's also stuff within the States. Uh, Alaska is also kind of that, you know, that gold mine when it comes to that. Um, and so there's different outfitters you can visit there. And then we get into what probably is my favorite part, which is all of the different fishing tackle. Um, I'm, I'm admittedly a lure junkie. Uh, you know, I, I like to have lots of different options in my tackle box. And this is a show that brings in a lot of different fishing vendors from all over the country uh, that really are only going to be in Grand Rapids one time a year. Uh, you know, we obviously have the internet but a lot of these people don't even do internet sales. They literally just come to shows and do shows. And so there's gonna be lures here that you're gonna find here that you're not gonna see in you know some of the different tackle shops throughout the area. They're kind of that hard to find lure, which is always great.
2: You know, Ben, when you were starting to talk about lures and buying new lures, I started to think to myself, how many lures do you need? But then I think of myself, I'm a runner. I like to run with my friends. And the funny thing is, I have plenty of gear, but I keep on looking for that new gear. You know, the well, latest, sure. the latest, whatever. So that is the same as as lures. I mean, well, do they, there's do no they doubt.
3: Yes, yes, and and you know, or we could uh, bring it over to golf, right? I mean, you know, why would you need any more than one golf club, right? You know, um, but <laughs> obviously you have different selections. So you you know, in fishing, you have different fishing rods. You have different lures. Lures are designed for different types of fish. Um, there's always something new coming out that catches fish better Um, admittedly sometimes it may catch fishermen's eyes Mm -hmm. better Uh, you know that's part of the whole process Um, and so that's one of the fun things about fishing is figuring out how to get a fish to bite your lure Um, and so there's lots of different options available for that and there's always new things Um, now that all being said too the beautiful part about fishing is that you can obviously have one rod and a bobber and a hook and you know maybe sit on the shore somewhere or on a dock and you know do very you know simplified or you can really get into it and become a you know a big tournament angler and have all kinds
2: of different stuff so th- there really is something for everybody when it comes to fishing you know i think of anglers as being two different types of people the people who like to go out in the woods be by themselves be in seclusion just enjoy the atmosphere have a beautiful day by themselves and then you know the more social engaged angler who wants to be with their their friends and they go out either on a boat in the big lake or maybe on a boat or or from land inland um, and so this this you know variation of experiences is fascinating to me you, you service all of these folks with this show absolutely we do and and we have something there for everybody so at the
3: sports show we do a lot of seminars um, and we have five different seminar stages that run on the hour, every hour, throughout the entire show. And we're going to have seminars there from something as simple as catching bluegill on the dock with your kids at the cottage, all the way up to you know, learning how to be a better tournament fisherman that really is getting into all the details. Um, and so we do seminars on bass fishing, and walleye fishing, and salmon fishing, and you know, really any kind of game fish that's in Michigan, you're going to find a seminar for it at this show.
2: Now, don't you also have this big, like, trout pond experience that you generally offer? We do. We have something that we call Lake Ultimate. Huh. It's a
3: 110,000-gallon indoor lake. Uh, so it is, it is the size of a good-sized pond that you would find out in the woods. Um, it has docks in it. It has boats in it. The boats float around in it. Um, and we actually do seminars from that boat. So, you know, some of our different famous you know, fishermen will get up there and actually be floating around inside of DeVos Place in this lake wow. and fishing while they're doing the seminar. Oh, uh, okay. There are fish in the lake that we have. We bring some fish in for it. And you can, the nice part about that is, you know, when you listen to somebody say what to do, it's one thing, but when you actually see them doing it and getting results from it, it kind of becomes much more believable, uh, and so it's, it's really a great seminar
2: stage for us. Yeah, what a neat experience. Speaking of experiences, you know, this is not a show that just has vendors where you can buy products or learn about products. As you say, you also offer these types of experiences. Do, do you still plan to have the rock wall? Absolutely, absolutely. So this is a show that um, you know really is something for the whole
3: family. Um, And when you come down here, there's gonna be a lot of different great activities, the rock wall being one for the kids, which is very, very popular. We also have a smaller trout pond, uh... that kids can go to uh... that's a very popular feature as well um, and you know we also have uh... you know the fly tires are here you can learn and teach a kid how to tie a fly for fishing if you want to start to get them involved in fly fishing so there's lots of different opportunities here where you can kinda of get kids engaged in it um, and we welcome everybody uh... to come on down to the
2: show this is happening at devos place downtown grand rapids march tenth through thirteenth it's the ultimate sports show and ben uh, less than a minute, but um, I understand that uh, you have wood carvers or a wood carver, and uh, maybe uh, you know a demonstration on taxidermy. So you have a little bit of everything. We really do.
3: Yeah, yeah. It really does celebrate the outdoors. Um, you know, and obviously, we've been talking a lot about fishing. Uh, there's a great taxidermy display. The wood carvers are, I mean, what they can do is, is it, it amazes me. I do not have the patience for that. Now, are but.
2: these, you know, are these the guys who bring out the chainsaw? Or are these more like
3: whittlers? No, these are more like whittlers. Um, cool. These are the guys that, you know, they can make a, a piece of wood come to life um and they've got you know it's mostly outdoor oriented so there's going to be different animals fish uh birds things like that that they actually were are making
2: out of wood fantastic that's that sounds cool i I can't wait for the ultimate sports show coming to downtown grand rapids devos place march 10th through 13th for more information go to the website showspan.com or thanks to ben nielsen from showspan for being with us today and next For you folks who uh, want to enjoy a beer festival, we have a winter beer festival coming to you soon. We'll talk about it right here in Travel Michigan where your trip begins at Michigan.org. It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Uh, You know, we have all these really cool events we've been talking about that are mostly indoors at this time of the year, getting you ready for, you know, later in the season. But we still have a lot of really cool events that are happening even during the season, and some of them are outdoors, Yes, outdoors. We are hearty people in Pure Michigan. We can get outdoors and we can uh, enjoy these events, especially uh, some of our events with the Michigan Craft Beer Group because the Guild is again putting together a great Michigan Winter Beer Festival. It's coming up soon. And to tell us all about it, let's bring in Scott Graham. He is the Executive Director of the Michigan Brewers Guild. Scott, it's great to talk to you.
0: Great to be with you again, Dave. Thanks for uh, for talking about beer and the yeah. upcoming Winter Beer Festival.
2: Well, I, I can't think of a better place for your Michigan Winter Beer Festival than in Grand Rapids. We've been talking about Grand Rapids a lot on this program today, but it's a great place, and it is Beer City, USA. So here you are. Now, you're not going to actually be downtown for your event so so let's let's talk about that and tell people what happens at the michigan winter beer festival
0: yeah so we've been proud to call uh i guess actually just north of grand rapids home to the winter beer festival for many years but we've got a a great partnership and a great venue at lmcu ballpark which of course is home of the west michigan whitecaps baseball team but for years we've been hosting our annual outdoor winter beer festival at the end of february uh... actually it's in their parking lot it's not in the stadium but it it's a great spot for it it's uh, easy to get in and out of there and it, it it's a terrific experience but what makes it what makes the festival great really is the community of folks that are there with their beer and there to enjoy beer and that That certainly doesn't mean that you need to to be some kind of seasoned or experienced beer aficionado. It's a great opportunity for somebody who's been exposed to Michigan craft beer for many years. It's also a heck of a lot of fun for somebody who is just curious about beer and beer flavors. There's so many different beers and such a, a nice group of people to be around that it makes for... Just a really great day in February. It it is outside, so uh, warm boots and warm clothes and hats and mittens are certainly appropriate for the day.
2: Absolutely. Well, and I'm really glad you presented that in the way that you did, because I know a lot of people are are like me. uh, When they hear about these beer and wine and distilled events all throughout the state, I'm sure they think, well... You know, I'm not really an expert, and I know most of these people who are going to be going to these events. They really know everything, and I'll feel out of place. But um, maybe with the with the the beer event, uh, maybe people would find it easier to to try it out if they never tried it before. It just seems to be more approachable.
0: Yeah, and there are literally hundreds of different beers. There are so many beers that no one person would even attempt to drink them all. And we pour yeah. a little three-out samples, so if if, if you don't. Like the beer, that's okay. But there are fruity beers. There are beers that are barrel aged. There are beers that are lighter and yellow. And there are beers that are, you know, dark and brown and and not bitter. And there's just such an incredible variety of beer flavors and beer styles that there really is something for everybody. Um, and even if you just want to come and be a designated driver, uh, the people watching is fun and 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 really one of my favorite things about our events is just the good-natured attitude of the attendees and it's a great atmosphere and a good vibe and uh, i i love being around uh, the group that gets together for the beer festivals
2: well i certainly can say that there seems to be something about uh, craft beer enthusiasts that is very appealing and very welcoming and uh, i like that as well and and i and i love the opportunity that we're going to have it's coming up let's see on the 26th of the month right
0: yes saturday February 26th. It runs from 1 to 6 p.m. Unless, of course, you have joined the Michigan Brewers Guild as an enthusiast member, which is an individual (laughs) member that has kind of uh, VIP benefits, including uh, one-hour early access to our festivals. So you can get in an hour early if... um, you would like to have a little more relaxed uh, way to get to maybe some of the more popular places or something that you think might run out or just some, want to talk to somebody before things get busy. That's one of the, the fun things you can do. But uh, most of the people come between the 1 and 6 time frame, and it's uh, that, it's plenty of time to drink beer that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And of course this is
2: outdoors. So I know a lot of people are still a little hesitant to travel because of COVID, but we're going to be outdoors. You know, it's uh, there's a, a certainly a level of comfort there. Uh, might be a little bit chilly like Scott said, so just dress for the occasion and and be prepared for a great deal of fun. Now, Scott, are all of these craft beer providers who are going to be there that day from the Grand Rapids area or do they come from other places
0: in the state? they come from all corners of the state actually Uh, they it will be only Michigan breweries that's who members of our nonprofit profit trade association are they have to be licensed in Michigan and be selling beer in Michigan but they're literally literally brewers of all sizes from all geographies so there'll be well over a hundred different breweries um, you know more than 800 different beers available to try so it it, it really is truly remarkable. But you'll be able to find breweries from the UP and from Southeast Michigan, Southwest Michigan, Northern Michigan, Central Michigan. Uh, in addition to... Uh, plenty of breweries from the grand rapids area there's a great beer community there like you mentioned they've earned the uh the title Hmm. of beer city usa and there's certainly lots of great breweries in and around grand rapids that'll be there pouring uh some of their fun favorites as well as some some beers that i'm sure folks haven't tried before well just
2: so we can be prepared for uh, how much time to expect to be there and uh, and and such uh, do you have uh, food available will there be entertainment uh, provided
0: there will be food available for purchase, that'll be provided by the Whitecaps concessions, and so they usually have a variety of fun foods that uh, they try and focus on things you can hold in one hand and maybe hold your beer in the other hand. I mean, we will have some entertainment, uh, we'll have a live band and a little bit of music, but that's kind of minor and secondary, the, really the primary entertainment is all of the beer and, uh, and being around everybody. You know, I actually like that for these types
2: of events. Sometimes um, really loud loud performers, as much as I love them, can kind of overwhelm you, and then you end up kind of yelling at each other, and before you know it, you're just tired out. So this sounds like a much more relaxed setting at the LMCU ballpark.
0: Yeah, it it, it is. Um, it is pretty laid back. Um, and again, the the music is something you can... You can enjoy that and, and appreciate as as much or as little as you want. It's in in one spot in the festival, and then we usually have other fun little entertainment that you might find, like an ice sculpture or alternative entertainment that you might happen across. And then of course everybody's beer booth. Some are set up just with a banner or a sign. Some have more elaborate setups, but just you know getting around and looking at them can be a a heck of a lot of fun as well some of them really knock themselves out Hmm. uh, some of the different breweries Um, and it's not just the bigger breweries that do that some of the smaller ones really do a great job of having a fun presentation
2: that sounds like fun well you know speaking of the bigger breweries uh kind of a business question we've we've seen some some changeover in ownership of some you know really well-known brands heritage brands for michigan craft beer um, you know how do you think that affects the overall uh, you know expectation of the beer enthusiast and uh, does it does it change what what they what they expect to receive when they they go to these places
0: well to me it it doesn't fundamentally change what we're doing and what what the breweries are doing um, I, I can't speak to exactly the structural changes that happen at a brewery when that yeah. changes but one one thing that's really interesting about the beer community is that people are really passionate about breweries and and brands. I think that's something that's really special about beer and local beers. people love to feel attached to a brewery. And this is nothing new. This goes back, I think, as long as there has been beer. Um, But it's nice to know the the person that's making your beer or the people that are making your beer and feel like you can go in and connect with the place it comes from. And I can think of few products where the consumer is so engaged and understands the own Ownership so well that they would feel disappointed or even angry or upset with the change in ownership. Oftentimes these things happen and I don't think anybody even notices and I'm not sure that they care. But to be part of an industry that has such passionate consumers and, and that want to connect with the, the place and the product and the ingredients that go into the product is, is really something special and it's part of what makes beer near and dear to folks hearts. Absolutely true. I agree with you. And I think that's what
2: uh, most people are, are seeing. You know, the great thing is I haven't really, even with some of the uh, ownership changes, I haven't seen any, any uh, change at the consumer level. You know, we're still getting that great craft beer made here in Michigan. And that's a very cool thing. I'm uh, looking forward to the big event, the Michigan Winter Beer Festival. It's coming up on the 26th of uh, February. And for more information, go to the website, MIBeer.com.
0: Can you order online? Tickets? Yes, tickets are all sold online at MIbeer.com. So encourage everybody to uh, get your friends together, get some tickets, and come out and enjoy some fresh, tasty local beer. MIbeer.com. Thank
2: you to Scott Graham from the Michigan Brewers Guild. We're going to check out a writer's retreat next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. So today we've talked about the big boat show. We talked about ultimate sports like hunting and fishing. We talked about a beer festival. What better than to talk about Hemingway, right? Because you, you think about it. I know he was into all that stuff, and and of course he was up north in uh, a beautiful part of the state in the Petoskey area. He would spend his summers there. There's going to be a really cool event coming up to that area especially if you are an aspiring writer or a writer it's called the walloon lake writers retreat and to tell us about that and for us to talk about some other things in that area let's bring in diana stampler she's with promote michigan diana isn't that true i mean you think about the hemingway area you blend all those things together (laughs) makes a lot of sense to continue the dialogue
4: it sure does. You know, he uh, he loved boats from a very early age, and the fishing and the the rowing, and and we know he had a fascination for beer and spirits in general, and and the cons- consumption of such things. Hmm. So it really does. It does come come to a good culmination in this in this segment, I think.
2: Yeah, especially since we are talking about a writer's retreat, and it is up there in Walloon Lake area at the Hotel Walloon, which I still haven't been able to walk through by the way
4: well you should really come up and check it out i've seen it online it
2: it does look beautiful i've driven by but uh, i was really in a hurry so i will try to make it up now when is the walloon lake writer's retreat happening
4: so this is going to be the first weekend of March, so that'd be the fourth through the sixth. With uh, it's a, is a package with the hotel, um, and we hope that this will be so successful that we'll be able to um, to bring it back in future years as well. You know, Dave, you and I talked last year after the village, you know, hosted their successful Hemingway Homecoming, which celebrated the 100th anniversary of Hemingway's wedding in Horton Bay nearby and we dedicated this beautiful bronze sculpture of Hemingway in downtown Walloon Lake and one of the things that came out of all the activities from last year community read a little free library all these things was that we really wanted to um to showcase this community as part of its uh, comeback as a an epicenter of creative um, activity. We wanted it to be proactive and and to. Invite folks to come to the area to look at the lake, to travel the back roads in this area, and be inspired by what inspired Hemingway. What mm-hmm. led to the creation of the Nick Adams stories? Yeah. And so we were talking with the folks at the hotel Walloon about you know an off-season um, package, and in winter, toward the end of winter, early spring is a great time to hunker down and put your creative writing skills to use. And so we put this package together to allow people to come in and meet with other writers like if you've always wanted to write a book but you just didn't know how to get it off the ground or maybe you've got poetry written in a scrapbook but how do you how do you finish it off and get it you know to a publisher or you know how do you create the characters of a nonfiction novel and how much of it is based on true life you know all these things and i think there's a lot of aspiring writers out there that just don't know how to how to start Mm -hmm. so you know often uh writers may have things in their mind or they may have scribbled notes, but they don't really know how to start this whole process. So we've brought this package together and and, and putting people next to other creative people and and hopefully they're going to get inspired and learn some tricks of the trade. And we have a secret weapon in all this, Dave, and that is the the moderator for the weekend is Kristen Hemingway-Janes and Hmm. she is the great granddaughter of Ernest Hemingway. She's a published author herself. She does writer's retreats. She's been doing them online, you know, uh, in recent years as well. And it's great you, when you're part of these Hemingway Facebook groups, you meet mm-hmm. members of the family, descendants of the family. And I just reached out to her one day and I've got her book. It's called Ernest Way. And I said, Kristen, would you ever think of coming to Walloon Lake and running this writer's retreat weekend? She's never been there. She references in her book, but she's like, I would love to come there. I would love to see where Nick Adams was born and yeah. and to see all of this. So not only are we creating an environment for writers to get together and network and hopefully put pen to paper, uh, as I do with some of my early works, uh, or get the, the you know the typewriter or the um, other computer out to do this, but we're going to be led by a descendant of the Hemingway family. If that's not inspiring, I don't know what it is, yeah, you know.
2: It's such a great idea. Of course, it's interesting that you're having it this time of the year because most of those Nick Nick Adams books were, you know, kind of like the summer, fall-type uh, time periods. But, you know, so what? Um, the um, I could see, you know, walking around to some of those places that he depicted in these books and, and truly feeling that inspiration just from being there. You know, that's the thing about writing – I think for most writers, they can't just write anywhere. They really want to be in an environment where they can feel, you know, inspired to kind of bring out the essence of the feeling of what they're going through. So what a great place to do that.
4: And that's the thing, you know. We're really hoping, uh, obviously weather permitting. We don't know for certain, but we 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 plan on taking the group out um, either by caravan or um, in a in a small vehicle or a big vehicle to take them out to Horton Bay to take them out to um, some of the places where Ernest would have been. You know, there's a there's a great preserve called the Nick Adams Preserve that you can hike any time of year. So we want to take people there. We want them to inspire, be inspired by the environment. Uh, And then we're gonna set up places around the village for them to go in and sit and write. You know, I don't know about you, Dave, but I do some of my best work at a bar not because I'm necessarily drinking but I even when I was in high school like I need the buzz of other activity around me to get me to focus in if it's a quiet room I'm not gonna get anything accomplished but if you put you know a TV on and the buzz from the bar and the people are talking or a restaurant or coffee shop whatever that is an environment that I write in so when we have people signing up for this we're asking do you need a quiet space do you need a busy Mm -hmm. space do you need an indoor space An outdoor space so we're gonna find places and several times throughout the weekend, they will have time to go off and write. They may go to the library. They may go to the rumpus room coffee shop. They may sit at the uh, table at the general store. They may be in the lobby of the hotel. Um, We're just going to really kind of try to uh, accommodate them based on what they need to be creative and then let them talk with Kristen one-on-one and talk with other writers and, and really be inspired. And, and it's interesting, Dave, I did some research on the Hemingway family in general. And while everybody knows Ernest as this, you know, amazing Pulitzer and Nobel Prize winning author, there were several other members of the family who were into the creative arts. His mother was an opera singer. She was a painter. Yeah. Ernest collected paint paintings. Uh, his sister, several of his siblings wrote books after his death. Many of his grandchildren and great-grandchildren have written books, um, some about the family, but some on their own accord. And our inspiration and hope for this event is that next year we're gonna host it and maybe it's gonna be a different descendant that comes in. And they can tell their own personal family story as part of that. Um, but many of the, the great-grandchildren specifically um, haven't been to Northern Michigan. They haven't experienced that. And I think we're giving back to them as much as they're gonna to give to us as the as a member of the family we're giving them an experience and a reason to come to northern michigan and see what inspired their great grandfather
2: this sounds so cool i love the way you've laid it out because i am like you i need to have some some noise in the background while i'm writing and and the thing is i don't really consider myself a professional writer anymore if i ever did Uh, so so it's this still sounds like a fun event that i would enjoy as well so it's not just for professional writers
4: no, it, this is for people that have always maybe thought about it, or you know, great storytellers that tell their stories verbally but have never written them down. So I'm excited to see what what kind of inspiration we're going to put out there.
2: It sounds so much fun. I think it's going to be a really cool event. It's the Walloon Lake Writers Retreats coming up to the Walloon Inn, Hotel Walloon, I should say, the fourth through the sixth of March. And for more information, go to Hotel Walloon. I want to thank Diana Stanfler for being with me today from Promote Michigan. And I want to thank all of you for being with us today. We need to get out there and have a great time. So do it today and get ready for these cool events right here in Pure Michigan. We'll talk to you next week here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go
1: traveling. Let's go traveling.